This is Check Out Rojak. I am Tia Abdullah. And I'm Norira. And I'm Iman. Iman's... From all the way here. Yeah, Iman's sitting out in this conversation, but she might chip in once in a while. <laughs> yes. Why are you not joining us? Don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I just... You don't know the topic? Yeah. Okay. Like, so, Nor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, today we're going to talk about something a bit more serious than our usual fare. Um, we're going to talk about the conversation surrounding mental health. Because that's the in thing right now. Ooh, super hot. It's hot AF. <laughs> so what was it that you... What is the concern for you? For me, it's that uh, people have been... I'm mostly on Twitter, uh, on social media. So people have been tweeting a lot about like how to support people with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But in a way that kind of I'm not sure it feels like it's they're well they're appropriating it basically what's appropriating where they take the issue of mental health for mm-hmm. example and they use it for their own gains instead of for helping actual mental health sufferers okay mental health illness sufferers I read this viral tweet uh, that was retweeted on my timeline by the uh, Somebody. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they were talking about, oh, people shouldn't be suffering. Um, my DMs are always open. You can always mm-hmm. message me. And so I was like, okay, fine. This has like 10,000 retweets. And like, yeah, a lot of retweets, a lot of likes. Brunaika. Um, no, no, it's not It's not Brunei. Okay. The, the person who retweeted it is Brunei. Right. So I clicked on the, that tweet. And then below that tweet, um, there were screenshots of the messages that people were sending them. Private messages. Yeah, private messages that people were sending them and like talking about their problems. The names were blacked out, but the person who tweeted it said like, "Oh, this is so sad." With like a like a uh, sad face emoji, and I thought that was really, really kind of it made me really uncomfortable mm-hmm. because that feels like a very private thing, mm-hmm. but you're using it to gain popularity instead. Mm-hmm. So that's what really bothers me about it. But is does it bother you that people are offering their help? No, but mm-hmm. I think it bothers me that people think that they are qualified yeah. to talk to like to get people through things mm-hmm. instead of like pointing them into the direction that they should be, which is like a professional or something like that. Yeah. So I, don't know. I think some people need just like an ear. Some people do just need that. Yeah. So that's fine, but I also you're right. I don't think an ear is all a person who has mental health yeah. need because they do need professional health if it's really severe. Yes. So much um, you can say, oh, I'm here for you, whatever. But you're not going to be there all the time because yeah. there's going to be a time when you'll have your own problems. Exactly. And you can't be there for that person. So you don't know, like, you're offering up something that you're, you cannot guarantee 100%. You can mm. deliver all the time. Because there's going to be days when you're, like, have in a bad mood or whatever. Call the clients or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. And then you, this person comes to you and be like, eh, whatever, like, mental health issues, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So that's why I personally don't offer up myself. Same, like, same. Yeah. Um. So, like, that's the thing, right? The, the phrasing, my DMs are always open, mm-hmm. that really bothers me. Like... Your DMs are always open, but you're Slide not always... in my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not always available yeah. to that person. They're not available like, 24 hours. So, yeah. um, for me, the reason is I would only offer up my help to people who really are my friends. Now. Yeah. And 
and yeah, like they can come to me and talk, but I would still feel uncomfortable if I don't know the backstory of their life because then I wouldn't know how to tell them because like with depression for a lot of them, it's not being able to understand different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a high functioning depressive, like I went to psychologist, psychiatrist, etc. So like which I'm, my problem was I was not able to see different perspective that only my perspective was right. Mm -hmm. So if I don't know a person's backstory and a stranger messages me and I don't know their life, the only thing I can answer is, that's so sad. It's, it's <laughs> true, right? Yeah. yeah. Because you you kind of do have to build up a connection with these mm. people. Like, you have to know maybe what's triggered them mm. in the beginning. Like, why are they, you know, become that severe, mm. right? And if you're just a stranger on the internet and you're just like, oh, just talk to me, whatever, mm. and you're just giving out advice that maybe is kind of not right for the situation. Yeah. Different cultures. Yeah, exactly. And like some people don't know what their trigger is. And for some reason you feel responsible for having to solve what their problem is too. Yeah, because you know, you're the person that they chose to go to, right? Oh God. This is why I I don't offer up my help to strangers. I don't tweet like, you can always talk to me to everybody. I just say that to my friends Mm -hmm. and when I'm in like a stable mood myself Mm -hmm. right because I have depression and when I can't deal with myself how am I supposed to deal with other people yeah um yes Iman (laughs) raising (laughs) her help with like awareness because I think that's Mm -hmm. also like one of the reasons why these people open their DMs and stuff Mm -hmm. I think they do it for the sake of awareness whose awareness themselves I don't know you see isn't that the problem which I'm if, for instance, you're not you're offering help and macam in macam the person yang Noor is telling, what if you don't antar all these screenshots and stuff like that? Who is being aware yourself? If you already know mental health exists, why you should be more aware of it? Like, fine, you can read up stuff, but I find the notion of awareness troubling sometimes yeah. because that's all we do. That's the only capacity that we would go as far as. Yeah, and like, that, yeah. With the current discussion about mental health, like Songkit Alliance and myself, like I've been open about my depression since I got it, since I was diagnosed. And um, Songkit Alliance has been talking about mental health since 2014. Like I made a decision that one month it was mental health month i was like okay we're gonna have articles exclusively mental health and since then we've been talking about mental health like some people have actually came up to me and said these articles are really helpful yeah but that kind of awareness for me like i was talking about this to somebody a counselor recently like why they asked me why is it important for me to display all these stuff i'm like what I felt when I was really, really severely depressed is not something I want anyone else to feel. Oh, yeah. That's why it's important for me to know that I'm not the only one who feels this way. Which is why I like much of the current trend of just posting whatever, like all these contact details and stuff, they're really useful. Mm-hmm. But why is it that specific kind of people are posting it when before this you were not opening your Twitter, for instance? to ideas of that mental health exists yeah and now you're posting all these not saying they shouldn't it just feels weird to me that you were never advocates of it like you don't have to like you don't have to tweet about it or anything but if you're a public figure why are you doing this now which i'm awareness i don't know like much 
Is it for likes? Is it for retweets? Is it just because everybody else is doing it? Yeah, but it feels yeah. like that. Like, right now, the trend is... Ato. Like, one person is already posting one detail about where to get help and stuff. Mm. Why is another person posting it? The same damn picture. Why can't you just retweet from the other person? Mm, yeah. Can that always kind of, like, macham... It's different if it's, like, two different people posting it. There's, like, a lot of people. And, like, with crossovers with each other. So yeah. like, is this a strategy? <laughs> yeah, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Which I, um, I personally have not been posting about mental health stuff after the whole, um, the YBs have managed to convince mm-hmm. MOH to actually step in with the police in terms of the suicide case. Yeah. Like, I just feel I don't need to. Yeah, because, that's the thing, right? You don't need to. Yeah, people know I'm depressed. I People have approached me to ask questions about depression and stuff. I don't need to. I, I think that's the same with me. Because people... Uh, my Twitter right now is private. private, mm. And I've tweeted before about my depression. And people know that I write about depression mm-hmm. on Socket Alliance. <clears throat> and for me, that's kind of enough, I mm. guess. Like, I don't tweet about it much now, but... I used to, and the people I follow and follow me are still the same people. So I don't feel the need to tweet about like, oh, you sh- like if you're having like mental health issues, go to the professionals or whatever. Because I already said that mm. in different forms and like privately to people instead of just putting it out there for just anybody to see. I guess mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then didn't someone accuse you recently? Yeah, someone accused me of not caring, uh, not anymore. caring anymore <laughs> about yeah the audacity of it all. Like I have depression, and like um, someone accused me of not caring anymore about about mental health issues because I haven't been tweeting or retweeting about you know these where to get help right right those images that you mentioned earlier, and it's really funny to me because I write about anxiety, I edit articles about anxiety or mental health and stuff like that but i guess they just don't know for some reason what's the word that they use in terms of mental health that you said that day you oh, told it's, me before it's, we recorded right um they said oh the, right now we were talking about the the latest trends and for some reason she brought up mental health she's like oh the hottest issue, the hottest topic right now is uh-huh. mental health I'm it like, wow. disturbs me that it's a trend it means yeah. that at one point, it's going to go away. That's the thing that bothers me about this current... I guess the word is trend because it seems like that's the discussion that I'm seeing on my timeline mm-hmm. all the time now. But that's the thing that bothers me because I feel like I have been consistent in telling people that it exists. Like, it exists, it exists, it exists. Mm-hmm. All, like, for whatever, how long I've been doing Sankey Alliance. But, like, my chum- I think one day this is going to fizzle out and people are going to stop caring again. That's the thing that bothers me because right now, with the current height of it, I have seen a lot of people, like strangers or whatever, going on Brunei FM, Mm -hmm. saying that, confessing that they are depressed. And I don't know if it's like euphoria or something, like suddenly all these people who are depressed are like going out and stuff like that. But at one point, this is no longer going to be quote-unquote a trend and like where do these people go Hmm. you see isn't that the problem like we shouldn't treat the discussion now is that I think what we're trying to say is the problem right now is that it's trendy to talk about it yeah but for me I think it should be trendy to be talked about all the fucking time yeah yeah and 
that's the thing that I hate about like your friend saying it's a trend. It's not a trend. It's yeah. a consistent problem. It's, that's why it's called a fucking issue. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been fucking solved. Yeah. And like, what when you mentioned when you talked about like people going on Brunei FM talking about that they're depressed. I wonder if at one point mm-hmm. there will be like a uh, quote unquote saturation of mm-hmm. those confessions and people will start being like, oh, that's that's so annoying. Like, why are these people like? Oh my god! Don't you think that I way? I do wonder, like, at some point, someone's gonna be like, "Oh, another one of these people," which I'm, antala, like that's. But that's the shitty thing about Brunei FM, lah, and how Bruneians are, I guess. Like, if there's too much of one thing, they're like, "That's too much. That's too much spinning schools. That's too much whatever. There's too much CrossFit places. There's too much mental health shit." Like, I think at some point, people are gonna be a bit. I'm so done with this because yeah. we are a very trend-based country, mm-hmm. and ooh, it makes me feel so icky that one day someone's gonna say my illness is not real; it's just me seeking for attention or whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah that's the thing that I, I'm really worried about. Like my friend was like accusing me of not caring. Like, will one day she be saying also like mm-hmm. when it's not the cool thing? Like, if there's another issue that's the hottest topic mm-hmm. uh, after this. Will she stop? caring about yeah. mental health issues yeah when it's like a lived in reality for me mm. it's just a damn phase for her mm. but um what i do like about whatever this trend um one of my friend is a counselor mm-hmm. and at the fm she's offering up her details and stuff like she is bloody qualified to actually do it as opposed to people who are like I have my here's my number, dearie. <laughs> yeah, Dear. there are some people who are like that. But what's really nice is there are a few school counselors offering help mm. because they know that whatever it is, like we are short staff. Yeah, and I think people are too scared to go to the pasapala. So like counselors is the best way, like mm-hmm. So people are offering their help, but it still bothers me when unqualified people are doing it because for strangers, you don't know what they're going to do with that information that you're telling yeah. them. Yeah, I was just talking about that with somebody else, mm-hmm. and like, if you're just telling a stranger, you don't know what they're gonna do. Mm. Like, especially if, you, if in our society where yeah. we're like very small, it's a very small country, and you share something with somebody, you don't know yeah. what they'll do with that information. Will they tell somebody else? Doctors have to sign confidentiality mm. contracts, so they won't tell anyone about your case. Yeah, and like, Macham, I have a few doctors and. The only thing that my other doctors, who's not my psychiatrist, know is that I take these medicines. Mm. But they don't know what my problem is. Because they're not to be told what my problems is. What my problems are. So only my psychiatrist know what my problem is. So, see, even that, within doctors, they don't talk about it. Mm. Because they're not allowed to. You can go ahead. If it really, you desperately need someone... Like, if no one listens to you or whatever, or, like, if you decided to cut off all your friends mm-hmm. to t- tell, like, a random person, fine. That's, if you think that's going to help you, go ahead. But you should also consider that this is, like, not everyone has the best intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You should be scared mm. what people do, with what, what they know about you. Yeah. And, like, it also bothers me when I see people who I know are depressed or have anxiety offering themselves up for help to help I'm like you can't deal with your own problem why would you expect that you'd be able to deal with this because I know like someone we know actually like which I'm come to me like I'm like 
bitch, you come to me. That person comes to me whenever she has a problem. Mm. Like, bitch, you come to me. Why would you think that you can? people can come to you when yeah. your problems, you come to me? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that I was really worried about. Um, so, uh, a few months ago, I guess, this, like, mm-hmm. K- this K-pop idol mm-hmm. uh, was killed by suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that the right word, killed by suicide? I think so. Mm. Because suicide... Uh, another issue. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just wondering. I don't know. It if is. It is. Okay. It is. I, I read like a few articles about it. Okay. A few articles valid. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so basically, and then suddenly my timeline was mm. filled with people like, if you're suffering, bitch, I have so much to say about this. Exactly. They're like, you go, I know. Wait, you're suffering from depression, like severe yeah. depression that they cannot function. The thing that, that I you hate can solve other people's problems. This please. is okay. This is shady as fuck. But I have a friend. So there's three of us. Two of us, one of us have really, really bad depression. And then there's me. I have depression. I have anxiety. The other person, I think fine. I don't know. And one day, her favorite artist died. Mm -hmm. And then she's probably going to listen to this. And I'm really sorry if you're offended. Um, I love you. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So one day, her favorite artist died. And it took a toll on her. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly... She went on Twitter and on Twi- I know, on Instagram. If you guys really, if you guys need me, you at the um, you just come to me. If you really need someone to listen to you, you come to me. And then I got so pissed off because for how many years I would I was depressed. She was never there, even on days when I tell her I'm depressed. Mm. She was never there, and I got so angry and I was like, Are you sure that you're gonna be there for anyone? Because I was your friend for how many years, and I was depressed, and you were never, never there for me. And like, which um, my other friend texted me and was like, you know what? What you said to her was right. (laughs) And then like, which um, she keep offering up herself, bringing back all this artist who died, who has died like maybe like a year plus already. Keep bringing it up. Still here for you, whatever. My other friend who's super like who is has severe depression is constantly tweeting about how depressed she is that friend's never there to tell her anything exactly i the depressed person have to go to the depressed person to tell her everything's gonna be fine what's triggering you every week like not every week like twice a month i check up on my best friend and ask her how are you today blah 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 distract her for like an hour or whatever from her life a little bit but that other friend never there you cannot offer up help when and like here's the thing i guess the good thing about like there's no good thing about suicide but the good thing about artists suicide is that people are more aware of it people Mm -hmm. are more willing to help but bitch are you really willing to help if your attitude which i'm you're if your friends are telling if you don't know that your friends are depressed it means you're not paying attention which i'm there are tells all the time People tweet how depressed they are. They say, I am depressed. Yeah. That's what my best friend does. Like, it's shit today, I'm depressed. And I'm like, huh, how are you? You see, you go to them. You don't expect people to, like, go to you. Because that's not how depressed people work. Depressed people feel lonely. They feel like there's nothing in this world for them. You go to them. And prove to them that they are people, you know? That you have a fucking ear to actually want to hear what they have to say. Uh, that's the interesting thing that I've been seeing recently mm. as well, where people are like, uh, these people I know, they're saying, oh, you can always talk to me. Mm. But I know that their friends, like their best friends, pun sama depressed, but mm. 
they're not the support. They're yeah. not part of the support system. And it really bothers me. Like, what what the fuck is this? Why, why the fuck are you doing this when it's a popular thing right now? So, the ad yang MOH, Ministry of Health Keluarkan, yang the How Are You? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but if you yeah. haven't seen it, go to, I think MOH from your Facebook or Adela. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, I don't know. But the person that I know who retweeted is Kairunisa, YB Kairunisa. Go to her. <laughs> go to her Twitter. Yeah. So, it bothers me that I thought... Because asking how are you is not going to fix the problem. What is? What is going to fix the problem? A lot of things. You don't just say, man, how are you? I'm okay. See? That conversation can end there. And like, people are going to say, I'm okay. I'm fine. People are not going to say, you ask me. How are you, yeah? I feel horrible right now. Do you have an hour to spare? (laughs) Look, people are not going to say that. You see? Because the common answer when you say how are you is I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's I'm not okay. actually a question to ask how are It's a yeah. it's a filler thing. It's a rhetorical question. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed With, to say I'm okay. Yeah. And there's uh an answer already to it. So I wish they could just like which I'm emphasize more on getting help instead of what how are you at basar basar. Because I don't know, like me like of course psychiatrists and psychologists came up with this ad, but I just disagree with it so badly because there's already a filler answer to it, but mm. so I don't know if it works. You can say like have more conversations, fine, but people have conversations about food, people gossip. They don't necessarily want to talk about themselves because we tell people don't talk about yourself. That's mm. really selfish thing to do in this culture. It's true. Yeah, which is why like I haven't retweeted that image because it bothers me so much. That's a good point, actually. As a yeah. high functioning depressive. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm not that offended, but I'm more like, which I'm, people, like, I have people I can go to, mm. to tell them, this is how I feel, blah, 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 blah. But, I imagine people who don't. Oh, actually, about this, how are you thing. How I, are you, by the way? Uh, pretty bad. Okay, good. Yeah. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> no, um, that's the thing. I've, not recently, I think it was like, maybe last year, I've started responding from people like trusted people like I'm mm. like how are you I try not to say automatically I'm fine yeah I try to just be honest and it's it's, it's a I wouldn't say a struggle but it is a it's not a natural thing hmm. but and you do have to learn to let go of I'm fine yeah yeah so do you notice something. what I say when you say when you ask me how are you no what do you say <laughs> I just say eh. oh alright okay <laughs> yeah because that's how I feel mm. like Again, high-functioning depressive. That's how I feel all the time. I just feel meh. All the time. Just meh. That's how I I don't assume you're fine, but like... Mm. Because you're always feeling that way. I'm like, okay, let's just not try to make it worse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeking people to... If I need... If I have problems, I'll... You'll say it. I'll say it. Exactly. Have you gone to a psychologist lately or a counselor or whatever? I tried going once. Bila recently? Uh, no. Like a few years. Oh, right. A couple of years ago, I uh, think, right? But it clashed with my work times. It was so difficult so to difficult, get right? out. Yeah. It was like, I had to explain to my boss. The, the thing is, right, not all workplaces are open mm. to conversations about mental health. They'll say just like, um, my boss was, uh, was understanding. Mm. But I had to give her, like, a lot of background. And I didn't want to. Yeah. But I felt like I had to. Mm. Or else she wouldn't accept the reason. Yeah. See, that's a problem with the whole mental health thing, too. In the workplace, it's, 
it's still so difficult to negotiate. It is. So like macam when I first went to psychiatrist, I had to go like once every fortnight. Mm-hmm. So I had to do that for a few like three months, and then like sekali sebulan, sekali sebulan, whatever. Um, I had to tiptoe my way around it, and I was a pegawai who was in constant demand. Mm-hmm. So like I was being called to the boss's office all the freaking time. So I just kind of had to tell them. Um, I have to go to the skin clinic. Right. That was right, my life. Right. At the same time, like I have to see the skin. I have to go to the skin clinic once every three months. There are some months where I'm gone like tiga kali uh-huh. to go to the clinic, like, which is a fucking lie, obviously. But now, like I remember a few months ago, um, my doctor told me you need to go see a psychologist, mm-hmm. and um, I had to talk to my boss about it. And I told my boss I have to start seeing a psychologist soon because I'm not processing my sickness very well mm. like I'm so, I'm so against the idea of me being sick yeah. so she's like okay fine but is it possible for you to do it regularly like go to a psych- psychologist regularly after we finish this big project that we're doing mm-hmm. as opposed to I'm like yeah that's fine that's negotiable she wasn't like I had a more understanding boss this time around that's nice. so everyone like I still haven't gone to the psychologist. Okay. <laughs> you should. I know. I'm seeing my doctor and one day he's going to scold me. So um, so everyone's like, Macham. I was quite open with my colleagues last time I saw a psychiatrist. Uh, but they were very uncomfortable every time I bring it up. Every time I tell them, oh, yeah, my psychiatrist said this. Or, like, I'd say stuff like that and they'd be like, okay. <laughs> Macham, yeah. because their idea of what it is is orang gila. Yeah. Like, it's still that. Because if it's psychiatry... For them, it's severe because yeah. you have to be medicated and stuff. But for me, it was like, which I'm, I just did it very blase. So, yeah, I hate my psychiatrist. He's the worst. <laughs> but they, I guess they don't really understand it, right? They don't. One of them is a psychologist. And she was a bit more understanding, but she still felt very uncomfortable every time I bring it up. Because I bring it up a lot. Because mm. basically it was me communicating to them, guys, I have a problem. I'm going to be out of the office regularly kind of thing. She was Macham, and it was funny because went to see my psychiatrist, went to the UK for a year, came back, and then it was only then that my colleague who has a psychology background um, felt comfortable about asking me and oh. my mental health because she was like Macham takut whatever that she's gonna say is gonna trigger me, mm-hmm. but and then she saw like I was in a better mental health mental state, so she's like Macham. So, how did you at the get a referral and stuff like that? Right, right. Then she suddenly felt comfortable because I was better, lah. I guess. Hmm. hmm. Workplace mental health is interesting. It it really is. I always yeah. felt like I even right now I feel apologetic about having a mental health a, a mental illness. Okay. Where we're like I want to seek help, but I feel really I feel like it's not worth cutting the time from work mm. i mean i know it, i you i know should. it's worth it yeah but there's like something ingrained in me that says oh but it's it's just it's just a tiny thing but it's yeah. not a tiny thing right yeah, yeah no i that's why i haven't gone to see my doctor because i am still trying to fight whatever it is inside of me on my own mm. but like my daughter told me twice already like you need to go see a psychologist because you cannot process this properly um, but now I'm better. It makes me justify that I don't need to ge- go see exactly. a psychologist. But at the same time, I'm also like, 
I'm pissed off all the time. That must be so, there must be something wrong there. Yeah. So much I'm. I feel like I still need to go see it because before I left for the UK, my psychiatrist during our last session, he was like, "When you come back, I need you to come back and see me here because I think he wants to see if I'm stable enough mm-hmm. or not because I was still medicated and stuff like that." I didn't go back. I intended to, but I was like, "Mitchum," because you were better, and then you felt like yeah, it's fine. I was better, but I think my condition is more that my depression will never go away. Mm. It will still constantly be there. It's just that if I can manage it, then I'll be fine. That's the thing. I was mm. yeah. I was because I can sort of sometimes manage my depression, and when on days when I feel like I can manage it. I feel like I, I, it's not worth it to go to the doctor. Yeah. We're running away from the topic. What the fuck? Yeah, maybe we should divide this into two. We can, we can. But Yeah. Man, um, divide this into two. <laughs> yep, you can do How it. How do I do it? I don't know. Wait, let me do... Wait, I want to keep talking about this. Wait. Right. So I don't know how to do this. How do you transition it? That's true. Or Actually, this could be a part one, part two. Maybe that's true. Yeah. Hey, this is gonna be a part one, part two, listener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll end this here because it's like half an hour already. <laughs> um, part two coming up. 